On this episode of the Mikey Steph Show, we talk about the latest in NBA free agency, including the Boston Celtics trading for Kristaps Porzingis, a WWE Money in the Bank review, a review of Marvel's Secret Invasion, and Lucasfilm's Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and the newest Superman Legacy casting news, including our new Superman and Lois Lane. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Mikey Steph Show, the show of great questions and even greater guests. We have a lot of great news to uh, to talk about here. Uh, this is the first kind of episode in, in the past couple weeks, so uh, happy to kind of catch up on some stuff here. And the first thing I want to talk about uh, is uh, the Boston Celtics trading for Kristaps Porzingis. Um, but also extending uh, his deal. Uh, so according to NBA.com, the Boston Celtics have agreed to a contract extension with center slash forward Kristaps Porzingis. Um, and it was a, an extended extra two years for that deal. So we kind of have him for a bit of the long haul. Um, really love this acquisition by the Celtics. I think Kristaps Porzingis is a great player. He's a great stretch forward that will kind of open up opportunities for uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And he'll also be kind of a true scoring threat, which will be exactly what we need. Um, And with more NBA free agency talk on that, um, a lot of big a lot of big names here uh, you know Montrezl Harrell uh, re-signing with Philadelphia the Philadelphia 76ers um, DeJounte Murray finalizing a four-year 120 million dollar contract with DeJounte Murray um, Portland Trailblazers matching restricted free agents Matisse Thibel's three-year, $33 million offer sheet from Dallas. Uh, and for the Boston Celtics, trading away um, Marcus Smart and Grant Williams. Um, sad to see those guys go. Uh, not too happy with how the Celtics handled the trading of Marcus Smart. He really kind of was the, the hard soul of the Celtics. Um, but... That's just kind of how the NBA is. It's uh, it's a true business, and it's just not not a great look. Um, but a lot of big, a lot of big moves, uh, including Kyrie uh, staying with uh, the Dallas Mavericks on a three-year deal, which I just think that's a mistake. But I also think Kyrie Irving is a mistake. Uh, my feelings on this of him on this podcast have been pretty clear. Um, But yeah, this, uh, the first day of NBA free agency was, was nuts. 
Uh, you know, you had guys like you know Russell Westbrook uh, re-sign with the Clippers. Um, Draymond Green re-signing with uh, Golden State. So, yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of big deals and uh, a lot of. Uh, should be a lot of excitement around the league. Um, speaking of excitement, we're going to talk about uh, WWE's Money in the Bank pay-per-view, which saw uh, Damian Priest winning the Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, so this, um, I think he was uh, projected to be one of the favorites to win Money in the Bank. Uh, my personal pick was LA Knight just because he's become so over with the crowd and even though he's uh, a heel a lot of people still like him um, so it seems to be going in the direction of uh, the Judgment Day and having Damian Priest cash in I'm not sure how that story is going to work out um, I know it looks like WWE sees something in him um, but they have not really handled the booking of Money in the Bank very well the past few years. So I'm just hoping that they they just do right by one of these guys. And, uh, oh, hold on a second here. Let's go for um, the latest news in Money in the Bank. Sorry, my web browser uh, stop working for a minute. Uh, but that was really kind of the biggest uh, story of the night. Uh, actually, no, scratch that. The biggest story was the Usos beating Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. And Roman Reigns being pinned for the first time in three years. Uh, so, by Jey Uso. So, I was really setting up a match at SummerSlam where Jey Uso... Uh, could potentially win the um, he'll either win at SummerSlam or they will wait until next WrestleMania to have Roman lose the WWE Undisputed Universal title. Um, I know there's a rumor going around that he would face Cody Rhodes again. I personally don't want to see that. Maybe they're waiting for The Rock again. If it's The Rock. Then I already know what the outcome is going to be. It's going to be Roman winning again. Uh, it's just kind of a clear indication they don't have anyone else on the roster that that could be the guy behind Roman Reigns. Um, but we'll have to wait until SummerSlam to uh, to see what happens. Uh, speaking of seeing what happens, um, we have to go into our next section here. Talking about uh, uh, Marvel Studios, Disney, Lucasfilm, and uh, many other big uh, corporations. Uh, not going to be a Comic-Con this year. No big studios. Uh, they're not going to be a Comic-Con this year as a result of the writer's strike and now the actor's strike um, that is uh, effective today. That... Um, is basically going to shut down Hollywood again after you know just coming out of COVID where we got nothing. Now this happens, it 
seems like really bad timing and just greed on a part of everybody else. Um, but hopefully both sides, uh, you know, the writers and actors and the studios can get to a, a good deal so we can, you know, talk about the projects and everything coming out from Disney and Sony and Warner Brothers and Universal. Uh, there's there's a lot to be excited for and you can't be excited for it if there's nothing coming out. Um, but I tell you what is coming out and is Deadpool 3 and Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds decide to give us our first look at Hugh Jackman's Wolverine costume and it looks fantastic. It looks comic accurate. It looks colorful. Uh, reminds me of uh, the X-Men the Animated Series. Um, and I believe there was another comic run uh, in the early 2000s that had that very similar costume. Um, but this is awesome. I mean, my hype level for Deadpool 3 is is up the roof. It's it, I'm just through the roof. I mean, it's it's fantastic. <laughs> I'm I'm so excited. Uh, and there's some casting for that with Jennifer Gardner uh, playing Elektra. She actually played Elektra in 2003 in Daredevil and had her own spinoff movie. Uh, but she will be making a cameo in the new Deadpool movie. So I'm really excited to kind of see her first take of the character because I've not seen the first Deadpool uh, not the first Deadpool, um, sorry, the first Daredevil movie. Um, so I'll, I'll be very curious um, to see what her performance was like. Uh, next bit of news we'll, we'll just kind of touch on briefly because there's so much that's coming out and I want to, you know, kind of stay, I don't want to be biased here, but there's a bit of a plot twist with the whole Jonathan Majors case. Um, that Jonathan Major's accuser um, might be arrested by the NYPD. Uh, there was a story that had come out from, uh, I believe it was New York Times or something. Uh, don't don't call me on that. Um, but it was the NYPD. Oh, sorry, NYPD are telling the New York Times the woman who accused. Jonathan Majors of assault attacked Mr. Majors herself and believed that there was enough evidence to support her arrest. Da 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 da. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's just there's so much going back and forth. It's hard to really kind of know exactly what the verdict's going to be until more facts come out. So we're just going to kind of blow past that story for today. Um, I didn't want to talk too much on it. Really, but just wanted to kind of update um, everyone what's going on. Uh, so we'll touch into now our Secret Invasion review, uh, the latest uh, MCU Disney Plus series starring Samuel L. Jackson. Um, and the, the synopsis basically is uh, Samuel L. Jackson, who plays Nick Fury... Uh, comes back to Earth and has to deal with this uh, 
a kind of scroll invasion that's happening. Um, and it's kind of a, a political thriller, uh, very kind of spy espionage type of stuff. Um, and it was on people's, a lot of people's like most anticipated, uh, you know, Marvel content to come out this year. And mine too. And me and me personally saying this, Secret Invasion really has not lived up to the hype. If anything, it's starting to be a bit of a bust. Um, with a lot of the characters that were have been poorly written, Amelia Clark really kind of being uh, Marvel wasting Amelia Clark. Um, it's uh, yeah, I <laughs> just I'm so frustrated by. The lack of true story, the lack of intrigue with this series. Um, Marvel is really having a hard time with these shows and getting people to really buy in. That's probably why critics didn't love this show to begin with. And now I can really see why. Um, but, you know, then again, there's only two more episodes left. Um, but, yeah, they've done a lot of really questionable choices they've taken some twists and they don't always work um they haven't worked uh in fact a lot of them have made me really angry um with certain things that they've decided to do for certain characters and yeah i'm just not thrilled with the the show as a whole right now but we have two more episodes hopefully um It'll catch my intrigue. Um, but I do think that Marvel needs to figure out what to do with these shows. Or even just stop doing these Disney Plus shows. Because they're a mess. That the writing isn't good. You know, there's just it's just too many shows. And if they need to cut back on how, many they, how much they do, do that. Because, you know... You are gonna just wear out the fan base. Like, it's not good. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you what is gonna get the a fan base excited is the latest Superman Legacy casting. Uh, we have our Superman. And our Superman is none other than David Sweat. And our Lois Lane is none other than Rachel Brosnahan. Um, David Sweat was, I think, the Internet's kind of top choice to play Superman. Um, he was on my list, too, just because of the way he looked. And then there was a scene in, one of, I think it might have been in Hollywood or something... Um, that he just kind of had that Clark Kent uh, charm, or just had that good look, uh, the look of Superman, and he can really kind of grow into the character. And you know, Rachel Brosnahan, famous for the marvelous, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, um, having this role is got to be huge for her. I mean. Uh, she was, I think, also a lot of people's first choice for uh, Lois Lane, and 
there are reports that she just kind of blew her blew her audition right out of the water like blew it away that everybody was so excited to see her in this role and I think she's going to kill it um, and also on the call sheet for Superman Legacy um, included is Isabella Merced playing Hawkgirl uh, Edie Gathigi as Mr. Terrific and Nathan Fillion as Green Lantern Guy Gardner. Um, and also, uh, we have Anthony Kerrigan as Metamorpho. Uh, Anthony Kerrigan from the HBO show Barry. Um, I'm a little worried about uh, all this casting in the Superman legacy uh, because I just don't want it to take off the Superman and Lois Lane. It's really their story. Um, so, I mean, I trust in James Gunn because he, he not only does he do great casting, but he makes great movies. Um, so I have no doubt in my mind that he, he's the right choice for Superman because it is the most important movie for the DC Universe, for Warner Brothers, maybe even for James Gunn. Uh, it's going to be the biggest movie um, of his career, really, if you if you think about it. Um, Alright, and our last review today is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Uh, Harrison Ford coming back. Uh, for this movie, I I really loved this movie. Um, it played all the hits of an Indiana Jones movie. Harrison Ford was all the performances were great. Harrison Ford was great. Phoebe Waller Bridge stole the show. Mads Mikkelsen was a great villain, as he always portrays in all the big franchises he's done. Um, a lot of great callbacks to you know. Raiders of the Lost Ark, and um, just great action scenes, uh, really good job at the de-aging technology that they've used um, for Harrison Ford in this movie, that was a really long scene, it was like 20, 15, 20 minutes I think, um, it was really well done, um, I thought, you know, the third act was a little uh, little outrageous. But, I mean, the Indiana Jones movies are. So, you kind of have a little bit of suspension of disbelief there. Um, suspension of belief, um, as it were. Um, but, I really enjoyed this movie. And, you know, perfect send-off. I don't think you need to do another Indiana Jones movie. You know, just... For Lucasfilm, just focus on Star Wars right now, because um, that that's going to make you the most money. Um, because Indiana Jones is not making a ton of money. The box office right now, it's actually I think going to be a box office disappointment, which is uh, sad to hear. Um, but I hope people see this movie because I really, really enjoyed it. 
okay, that is uh, that is it for today. Thank you all for uh, uh, attempting to listen. Um, I thank you all for listening to the show, and um, we will have another episode not uh, next week, but probably the week after, uh, talking about Mission Impossible. Uh, might even throw Jack Ryan in there. Uh, and more on Secret Invasion. And we'll have to talk about what goes on the writer's strike. Because uh, Hollywood's probably going to be shut down again. Because everybody is greedy on both sides. Um, yeah, that's a hot take for you. <laughs> um, but no. Uh, honestly, everyone should... Uh, the writers and act, the writers need to be paid their worth. Actors should also be paid their worth. I mean, both of them are, are very important. Um, and I hope the studios can can recognize that and come to a deal that is fair for um, both sides. Um, okay, uh, thanks for listening and uh, have a great day.